Good morning. It is Monday, February 8th, and this is the Commuter Devotional. My name is Chuck, and I'm so glad that you have decided to join us today as we seek to engage our God in scripture and prayer before the busyness of our day begins. I hope you had a good weekend. We are back here on this Monday and hopefully rested and ready to work hard this week, like we do every Monday. We start our week by coming to God's Word to engage Him. And when we say engage, we don't mean anything fancy, except that it is what God has given us to seek after Him, His Word. So let's seek Him together today. I'll read our passage for us, pray, and then we will dive right into it. This is Mark chapter 4, verses 1 through 9. Again, he began to teach beside the sea, and a very large crowd gathered about him, so that he got into a boat and sat in it on the sea, and the whole crowd was beside the sea on the land. And he was teaching them many things in parables, and in his teaching he said to them, Listen, behold, a sower went out to sow, and as he sowed, some seed, fell along the path, and the birds came and devoured it. Other seed fell on rocky ground, where it had not much soil, and immediately it sprang up, since it had no depth of soil. And when the sun rose, it was scorched, and since it had no root, it withered away. Other seed fell among thorns, and the thorns grew up and choked it, and it yielded no grain. And other seeds fell into good soil, and produced grain, growing up, and increasing and yielding thirtyfold and sixtyfold and a hundredfold. And he said, He who has ears to hear, let him hear. Let's pray together. Oh, what a gift your word is to us, God. Here in our passage today, we have recorded for us a direct teaching from Jesus Christ. Through your word, we are witnesses to your power and your teaching, O God. So show us from your word today what we need to see. Let us have ears to hear. Amen. As you all know, we have been in the book of Mark for several weeks now with plenty left to go. While we have been hyper-focused on Mark, we are not ignorant to the fact that Mark is one of four Gospels. Each gospel is like a photograph from a different angle, all telling the same story but highlighting different parts. One of the major differences between Mark and, say, Matthew is that Matthew is so focused on the teachings of Jesus. There are chapters and chapters recording the teachings of Jesus, but in Mark, there are very few. We have seen Mark's sensitivity to highlighting that Jesus came to teach, he came to preach, but Mark doesn't really record much of the teaching. There are some, but like I said, they are few. So what do we make of that? Well, I'd say off the top of my head that when Mark does record a teaching of Jesus, it's for a very specific purpose. So, in our passage today, it is the first long-form teaching that Mark records, and it is one that we are surely all very familiar with. It's the parable of the sower and the seeds. Maybe some of us might be asking, well, what is a parable? A parable is a way to teach something. By nature, many of us react to story. So, parables work to tell a story for the sake of teaching an important principle or truth. 
And one of the major dangers that we need to watch out for, and we could fall into easily, is that we could take a parable and allegorize it. So what does that mean? Here's a rough example. To allegorize something means to conflate a meaning to the truth that wasn't actually meant to be there by the teacher. So, God creates the world in seven days, so a person might say, seven days. Well, that's significant. I must have seven children. I must only have seven outfits, seven sets of dishes. I must pray seven times a day, etc., etc. That, of course, sounds silly in its extreme, but many Bible teachers do this without even realizing it. So when we look at a parable, we have to try and figure out what Jesus is actually saying without falling into the trap of uncovering some sort of hidden meaning and allegorizing the truth that he's setting before us. We've already seen in Mark that Jesus is making the truth plain, even if he's telling it through a parable. So, before we look at the actual teaching, let's quickly look at the details of our passage. Jesus isn't in the synagogue teaching. He is teaching to the everyman, the great crowd along the sea line. He climbs into a boat. He rows out a little way so the crowd can all see and hear him. And then he tells them this parable. I'll read it again. Listen, behold, a sower went out to sow. And as he sowed, some seed fell along the path, and the birds came and devoured it. Other seed fell on rocky ground, where it had not much soil. And immediately it sprang up, since it had no depth of soil. And when the sun rose, it was scorched. And since it had no root, it withered away. Other seed fell among thorns, and the thorns grew up and choked it, and it yielded no grain. And other seeds fell into good soil, and produced grain growing up and increasing and yielding thirtyfold and sixtyfold and a hundredfold. And he said, He who has ears to hear, let him hear. So what we will do today is simply observe the text. What do we see? And what do we do with this parable? There is one character in this parable. It's the sower. Knowing that this is a parable, we immediately would ask, so who is the sower? We will seek to answer that question tomorrow, however. Next, we see that the sower is doing his job. He's sowing seed. If the sower represents something, then it's probable that the seed does too. So, what is the seed, we might ask? As the sower is sowing the seed, some lands on the path and birds eat it. Some seed lands on rocky ground. It grows quickly but has no root, so when the sun comes up, the plant is scorched and it withers away. Some seed falls in thorns, and the seed is choked out by the thorns. Some seed falls into good soil, and the seed produces grain, and not just a little bit of grain, but thirtyfold, sixtyfold, and a hundredfold. Tomorrow, we will dive into part two of this parable, where Jesus explains it a bit. Hopefully, it's obvious that Jesus isn't giving us an agricultural lesson here. But today, before we jump into Jesus' explanation tomorrow, I want us to try to look at this passage from a very specific perspective. Surely, if you've been around the church long enough, we have heard this passage, and therefore, we have heard the interpretation. But remember, what we are trying to do here in Mark, let's stick to it. 
We are trying to read Mark like someone who has never read any other part of the Bible and who only has the book of Mark in front of them. So up to this point, has Mark given us the information needed to interpret this parable for ourselves? Has Mark already answered, who is the sower? What is the seed? Is the seed that is thrown anywhere but on the good soil wasted? Why doesn't the sower just be more careful and sow the seed on the good soil? My friends, let us meditate on this today and prepare our hearts for tomorrow. Let's see if Mark has already given us the answer. Well, like we do every other Monday, we will pray today for global missions. So, let's pray today for the British people in Yorkshire, England. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, as we know is going to happen multiple times in Mark, we have come across a fairly familiar passage, likely ones that we've heard many, many times before. But God, as we try to meditate on it today, Lord, help us not to be tired of this passage, to approach it like something that we have grown tired of, but instead to consider it again anew in a fresh way to see if there is anything else that we can get out of it. Oh God, use your Holy Spirit today as we go about our day to help us think through this teaching of Jesus. Why would Mark record this long-form teaching of Jesus in his gospel? Surely, it's not so he can hit a word count or just fill up space. It's for a purpose. So God, by your Holy Spirit, help us to think through this today. God, we want to pray for the global church. We know that you are a global God. You seek the worship of every nation. And so, God, we pray for our brothers and sisters over in England, for the British peoples there. Lord, we pray for the missionaries serving in Yorkshire, England, in a land that is growing by a population rate of 9%, but yet has less than 1% attending any kind of church with an expectation that 20 to 25% of all the churches in Yorkshire, England will close in 2021. Lord, as they strategize how to keep the gospel going, Lord, encourage these missionaries. Help them see that as the seed is thrown, it is not wasted. Some of it will land on good soil. Your word says that when your gospel goes forth, it will not come back void. So God, encourage these missionaries there. Call your people out of the Brits over there in Yorkshire, England. This is our prayer. Amen. Go in peace. I will see you tomorrow.